Hello, lovelies. It's Fossil. And it's Vaughn. Am I the only one freaking out that the year's almost over? No, that shit is scary. Okay, good. Because I literally sat down to do my 2022 goals. And it, I don't feel like I'm getting too far of a jump on it because I am reviewing what I've accomplished so far this year. And I want to be proud of myself, but then also I have this great feeling of it's not enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you help me stay grounded when I try and do too much, which I think is kind of an, a mini extension of our last podcast, mm. episode 21. We, so, of course, I took a good hard look at my goals, and I hope I'm not overextending myself because I feel like shoot for the stars. It's go big or go home, right? You don't want to set yourself up for failure. It is highly unlikely for you to publish, self-publish three books in one year. No, no, no. And that's not my goal. My goal is to choose one and edit the hell out of it until it's readable. That's more realistic. But I think, you know, you can't do a podcast, your YouTube videos, a book. I mean, you can hypothetically, but like you have other responsibilities that would make that quite difficult. Yeah, I don't want to have three shit projects. I'd rather have one fantastic one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agreed. And I think that's the lesson I'm learning. I want to do it all. I want to try it all. And failure to me is when you quit. I mean, I feel like everything that I've made a mistake on has just been a mistake on how not to publish something or how not to publish something too fast. However... I feel like you're kind of where I was at in high school. Is that bad to say? Just like in the way where I would pile on so much things because I thought that that would make me like successful Successful. or like important. And at the end of the day, like I regret it immensely. I'm not looking to be important. I'm looking to feel satisfied and I am happy with where I'm headed. I'm happy with what I'm accomplishing. Absolutely. It makes me feel good. But I think that idea that like it's that quitting is failure is kind of problematic because sometimes you do need to quit things that don't serve you anymore. That's true. If I spend more money than I am making after a certain amount of time, it's probably time to let it go. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You're always the first person who tells me like, oh, it's okay like to give that up or do that. But then I don't think you apply it to yourself all the time. Because I love doing all of it. It's not like it, it, if you have four things that you love to do, mm-hmm. and realistically, you can only do two of them, I wouldn't quit the other two of the four. Right. I would save and put it on a different time. So like, do these two things and then add, you know, spend time doing the other two, which is what I just tried to do with the YouTube channel. I just spent all of August working on YouTube to free up September through December for writing Mm -hmm. and creation. So yeah, anybody else out there doing a 2022 goal sheet? (laughs) Am I the only freak? No, I should. I just haven't. I I do not want to believe that we are already one third of the way through September. I really don't. That is absolutely terrifying to me. Aren't we going to enjoy seeing... Gunta. Aren't we going to enjoy seeing... The five universal year go. I don't know what I mean. Fives are the changes, the big decisions. And that's for everyone? That's the universal. You look mm-hmm. at the world 
nothing's going to be the same after a five year. And you either stagnate and you don't change or you fly forward. So 2022 was actually a six universal year, which I'm kind of looking forward to because it's nurturing. Six is about nurturing. It's about taking care of things on a lovely level, on a loving level. Mm. So things should things should calm down on the world scope, really. At least start to heal. Nothing's going to be perfect, but we'll start seeing some healing 2022. That's good. I like that. I like the sound of that. I plan on doing a video series on numerology, if anybody's interested. Plug the YouTube. Come on. <laughs> I don't want this to turn into a commercial. Come on. Get it out. I'm working on it. What's your YouTube channel? Don't poopoo my woo-woo. Don't poopoo my woo-woo. Go to youtube.com slash don't poopoo my woo-woo and watch Fossil's new videos. Right, right, right. Right. So I, you've told me that you had a story and I've been waiting with bated breath. No, you have not. I'm staring at her. For those who can't see, I'm staring at her. She just, she's so rude. Am I really? I want to hear your story, damn it. Oh, here we go. Okay. I'm at that point where it's like been a week because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast um where like it's not it's not as intense anymore but let's talk about it so basically mla yes spawn me myself and i is in los angeles california i went to my first like party i guess you could say um but it wasn't it wasn't like a party it was like a get together at someone's house that just like had party aspects of it. I drove. Um, I went with two of my friends and I've only known these people for a week. Let's start with that. Basically, one of my friends was like, hey, I'm going to this get together tonight. Do you want to come? And I didn't know anyone that was going to be there. Now, a lot of these people are graduated. Um, It was like mostly Emerson people. If not, it was like 95% Emerson folk, which is the school I go to. Emerson has a very specific type of people that it attracts. The art, the artists. The artists. But I personally feel like I only fit like 0.25 into that category. And I have honestly debated transferring from this school for a really long time. But now I'm at the point where I'm literally graduating um, in two months. So... <laughs> Here we are. And I've loved a lot of things, but I've also really despised a lot of things that this school brings out. Um, So anyway, Los Angeles has been a very different experience um, than Boston. I've loved it fucking 400% more than I did back in Boston. But so we arrive and um, I walk in and there's this one girl there who comes up to us to um, greet my friend because she knows everyone and I don't know anyone. And basically this girl was on shrooms. She was drinking and she was also smoking um, weed. Okay. Wow. So she was fucked up. The trifecta. The trifecta. Exactly. But however, even though she was so deep in the sauce, like she was still completely coherent which I was like how much do you like how many drugs do you do that you are like good you know what I mean (laughs) but would she even remember any of it 
Yeah, I think so. Because like the way that she was responding showed me that she was like cognizant. You know what I mean? Was there any adults there? His mom was there. The guy's mom was there. The guy's mom was there. But did the guy's mother understand that this person you're discussing was on so much? Dude, everyone was. That's what I'm getting into. That's what I'm getting into. So Emerson attracts artsy people. And with artsy people normally comes uh, drugs um, for some reason. I feel like you can be creative without them, but maybe not for some people. I don't know. Like, get well soon, I guess. Not that drugs are a bad thing. Like, if you want to dabble in drugs, that's literally none of my business. I don't really give a fuck until it starts affecting me is when I care. Absolutely. Um, Is that selfish? Yes. However, whatever. So, anyways, this is also, I should mention, was mostly film people. For those of you who don't know, Emerson has a couple like creative things. We have the VMA program. We have, I'm in business of creative enterprises. um, So I focus on like the entertainment industry business side. Um, We have like creative writing. We have publishing, journalism, like really cool things. Comedy. We have a comedy program. A lot of really cool like niche things. However, the film people get like a really bad reputation because a lot of them are just very interesting. I think they they have like huge egos. They kind of give me selfish vibes a little bit. They just look at the world a little bit differently, I think. So anyways, why not? I don't have that many VMA friends, um, to be honest with you. So I had never gone to something that was quite literally like all this specific type of person you walked into the vma den yeah and it like rocked my fucking world i'm not even gonna lie (laughs) um because okay so we walk in right and there's this girl she's like so excited that my friend is there and it was like really cute whatever they're like talking and then i start talking to her because i'm like trying to get to know her and she literally looks me up and down oh i should also mention everyone here was like 24 25 Okay, so I'm like 21. Um, Everyone here is a little bit older, whatever. She goes, you look like a fucking freshman. And I was like, huh? Like, what do you mean? And she like looked my clothes up and down and she was like, what are you wearing? And guys, I was literally wearing like a black crop top and like jeans. Like the most normal shit you can wear. And... She was like, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, you look so basic. Which, like, yes, I'm a basic white woman. You're like, yeah, that's true. But basically, like, the vibe of what everyone was wearing is, like, no one was, like, matching. But they all thought it was, like, fashionable when it was, like, no, you just don't know how to dress yourself. (laughs) Garanimal's gone wrong. (laughs) It literally, like, it was one of those things where I was, like, y'all are going to, like, rip on me for my fashion but you guys literally look insane i'm surprised she even knew she had clothes on having weed alcohol and shrooms in her system. having the weed the weed the alcohol the drugs yeah and that's another thing because I, I was actually talking to my boyfriend about this and he was like how are you going to be like mean but on shrooms he was like if you are being rude while taking shrooms like you've you've really misstepped somewhere because that should make you like euphoric. I would stretch that that whatever mental state you're in, it's going to enhance that. I would never assume that anything chemical is going to make you happy. I would always assume 
an air on the side that whatever mood you're in, it's going to just make you more of that. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, just like people who had like bad haircuts too, you know, like bangs that are like up to here, like halfway across your forehead. And they think it's edgy. And they think it's edgy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, what do you do? Well, like, I work on a film set. And I'm like, okay, so does fucking literally everyone here. Like, I'm not impressed by you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's all insecurity. But I think that's what bothered me because it was one of those things where it was like people were trying to, like, hype themselves up when, like, yeah. I was not there to listen to you think that you're the shit. I was quite literally there to just, like, talk to you and meet you. <laughs> You know and I mean? you realized you didn't even want to meet them. Exactly. It was one of those things where I was like, you guys kind of suck. They need to sit down with a mirror and meet themselves is what it comes down to. Exactly. And just like one of those things where it's like, oh, where are you from? Like, oh, I'm from Connecticut. Oh, well, I'm from the hills. <laughs> okay. Great. Awesome. Oh, well, like I'm from Manhattan great that's awesome for you <laughs> that your fucking parents fucked in manhattan and then popped you out i'm so happy for you anyways just show you shit like that mm-hmm. and then after that comment was made like i felt like extremely uncomfortable because like i clearly stuck out like a sore thumb which is ironic because i was like the most basic looking person there the but, basic ones stood out the others are trying to stand out so hard that you actually stood out because you're normal but that's the thing. And then I felt yeah. extremely uncomfortable and like wanted to leave. And like, I know that's like mm-hmm. my insecurity coming out, but it's like, I literally felt so just like I didn't fit in, but like in the weird way where it's like, I was normal. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yes. People trying too hard to do what they do. Be something that just like didn't That matter. they're not. Yeah. yeah. And there was one guy there that was like so freaking nice. I really like him. Um, like, not everyone there was, like, bad. Like, there were people who were nice and conversational and, like, did, were not, like, you know, throwing themselves, like, that kind of stuff. But, yeah. And then another thing was that someone said to me, because, like, people were like, oh, like, do you want to drink or, like, whatever? And I was like, no, I'm driving because um, I, I was the person who drove my my little group. Proud of you thank you <laughs> i feel like that's like the standard that's the thing it should be the standard but it isn't it shouldn't be i'm proud of you it should be like yeah good yes exactly and someone said to me oh well you can do cocaine like cocaine is fine to drive on do you see what i mean and i was like what the fuck is wrong with you like where am i right now like y'all can uber because i'm fucking leaving <laughs> did you leave no, I didn't. Um, I didn't want to leave my friends there. It was just so odd. It was one of those moments where I was like, is this is this what we are? Is this how we portray ourselves? Apparently there. Um, See, and that is, if I may sound like an asshole, I'm going to I'm going to sound like yeah. an asshole. That is how I picture L.A. Which is funny because I have not experienced that until that night and since then i have not experienced it since and so but the funny part about it is it was it was quite literally like an emerson bubble so i'm like this is in la like (laughs) this is just for my fucking school you know what i mean right yeah yeah i was like this is people trying to be la no there you go that's probably accurate sorry los angeles i think la gets a bad rap I think it gets a really bad rap because every 
everyone here so far has been like super nice to me. I don't even care if it's fake nice. Like I've been enjoying it. Um, people have been nice to me. Um, it's like a huge population. Like most of the people here are average fucking people that happen to work in entertainment. You know what I mean? I don't know. But yeah. What was your takeaway? I didn't really have a takeaway other than like disgust for people trying to be something that they're not. And also just the fact that they felt the need to, I guess, like project their insecurities onto me. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. People were doing so many drugs and like not caring where they were like doing them to the, the, almost to the point where like I don't know if I got like secondhand high. In the front of the parent or the, the, the adult that was there. I mean, she was like, she like stayed inside. Mom, these people are like 25. They are the fucking adults. But it's your property. If somebody came onto my property and wanted to do meth, I'd be like, get the fuck off my property. Well, but I, they seem, that's not true because like, if they're like that type of family that like dabbles in drugs, like we're not like that. So it's different for us. But like, if you used to like be a rock star, and you were like, yeah, people can do fucking shit. I don't care. But like if I had friends over and I was like, we're going to drink, you'd be like, yeah, of course. So it's like the same thing. We just have different levels of like what's acceptable. Because you're like, oh my God, that's crazy. But like for someone else who like does shrooms all but the time. But I wouldn't want to get in trouble with somebody else's parents. Now I understand now we're, we're talking about all legal adults. We're not 16 anymore. Like there But are that's no all parents. I've ever had to deal with was the teenagers that. There are no parents. Like these are the parents. Not my mom thinking I'm still fucking 15. You'll always be a woulda woulda in my head. Does that mean that girl was right? Am I am I a fucking freshman? No, she was a cunt. I mean, like, yeah, honestly, I was like, I don't know. That comment just like rattled me because I was like, how am I being perceived that like I'm quite literally just standing here in normal fucking clothing and I got shit on? I wasn't wearing fucking pasties and tassels. Like, what the fuck? I'm just, that was an opportunity for you to use your wit. Is this the one with the bangs that are only an inch long? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. Different. No, the girl who actually said that, um, fun fact, sexually assaulted someone. Isn't that great? That night? No. Yikes. I learned after, apparently. Supposedly. Allegedly. Which is why she's attacking other people verbally is because she's a piece of shit. Oh, no, no. It was like, it was like kind of scary being around her. I was like, are you okay? No, obviously she's not. Something's wrong in your brain. Well, she was on the trifecta of (laughs) mind altering. But she was like surprisingly normal for being in that state. You know what I mean? I don't because I don't hang out with people like that. I mean, I just don't hang out with people. Apparently, we have zero COVID cases now, officially. Yay! Congratulations, Emerson, LA. Yeah, that's good. Zero COVID cases. Zero COVID cases again. We went to two, and now we're back at zero, so that's good. Sorry, this just turned into me bitching, so we can continue. It's okay. So I think where we left off, um, I think I asked if any of Betty's parents were home. I met his mom. And he, she was super lovely. She was great, fantastic, 10 out of 10. You could tell she was nervous because she didn't want us to be loud because um, she didn't want, obviously, like a rager. It was like, it was literally like a get together, but it was just like, it was like a, a small get together, but like, it, it, it was like a party get together. <laughs> I don't know 
can't explain it. But like no one was like screaming or like anything like that. It was like pretty lax in that respect. Um, but I, I was surprised that she was okay with the amount of drugs that were being taken. Because she definitely knew. No way she didn't. The real question is, what's the law where you live? You know how I like to listen to music through the TV? Mm-hmm. So, and I had to take it off of Spotify and it went to a regular television station. And I didn't recognize the woman that was on there. She was a country music star of some sort. She was gorgeous. And she was on a late night show. And I hesitated because she said she was doing plant based therapy, plant therapy. Okay. And the audience laughed and I didn't understand what that meant. So I listened for a couple of minutes and basically it's, it sounds to me like she did shrooms under a therapist's guidance. That's funny. And she claims it helped her do an entire album and have content. Mm -hmm. So I am not promoting that, but I cannot say that under the guise of, you know, under the guise, under the guide of a professional, that that wouldn't be interesting. Because I think of the the whole trip of, what it, it's not peyote, what is it? There's a certain thing that you can um, take a journey or a trip. Yeah. And people have talked about their experiences. And honestly, I can't say that that's not fascinating. I know both sides i know many of people who do drugs like that and create no content and just do it for the lulls do it for the funsies and then i know other people who do it and create great content and i know other people who do it all the time and create the worst content you will ever see and or listen to so (laughs) you know at the end of the day I feel like you're either creative or not. (laughs) Yeah. If you have to use a substance to get your creativity, I do question the extent of your abilities, I guess. I don't know. Here's what I'm going to argue. Okay. Having drank heavily. Yes. When I read some of the stuff I've written, not that it's in good form, Mm -hmm. but the content itself is much, much better because, and I'm not promoting being an alcoholic. I am not promoting doing drugs or drinking, although this may just sound like it, Mm -hmm. but you do relax and you don't care. And if you can open up and write as if no one's going to see it, you do tend to make more interesting stuff. That's my experience. (laughs) The stuff I wrote while drinking is much more interesting than the stuff I tried to write completely sober because I was worried about who was reading it and what were they going to think about it instead of just, just freaking write what you want to read. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say I wouldn't be interested in something like that, but I couldn't bring myself to do it unless it was completely legal and safe. It's just in fossils about to go on a fucking bender. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. I worked too hard not to drink like a fish. (laughs) I don't need to rely and lean on anything else. (laughs) Also, guys, my mom is currently wearing, um, like, a big set of pink, like, 
baby pink headphones. And it reminds me of like those Twitch girls that wear like the cat ears. Oh my God. But I want to be cute. I feel like I'm at this point where I no longer hate myself and that I'm ready to like express myself, you know, and like Mm -hmm. feel confident in like what I'm wearing and stuff. But then that that costs money to do that. And unlike Emerson people, um, my shit will match. So do with that what you will. That's not everyone. That's like a generalization. But I feel like a lot of the people who talk about being creatives and thinking that they're some Gandhi type figure in the film industry um, tend to. We have to be shit before we're good. There is no shame in starting out and being a shit creator. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I have posted shit that I think is so fucking cringy now. I'm sure we'll look on the back at this in 10 years and think it's cringy. You have to start. Yeah. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the way that they present themselves. So how do you feel about it, Mom? Any comments? The first is addressing your reaction to it. It breaks my heart that you even worried. You knew you looked nice and you looked proper. And for someone to be obnoxious is on them. Uh, well, it's not that I looked nice and proper. That's not what it was. But I didn't, like, she literally made it out to seem like I was, like, the weird one. And that definitely, like, hit a lot of my insecurities. Like, we even in, even in the goth episode, like, I used to wear clothes. I think what the problem was is I used to wear clothes for attention and things that were, like, weird and different to get people to react like that. And, and that's okay to do. But exactly. that's okay to do no matter but how old you one are. One time, not the one time, but like then I'm quite literally wearing the most normal fucking shit you can find. And I got clocked for being the odd one out again. You have to be comfortable with yourself. I was. I felt really good that day. And I think that's and what yet- bothered me. But she should not have had the power to rattle you. No, exactly. But I think it's just like, it's so funny because like (laughs) my boyfriend and all my friends that day were like, you look so good. And like, I felt good and everything. And then just to like hear from someone, I was literally in like the piranha tank. It felt Mm -hmm. like where everyone was looking at me and I was suddenly weird and like, I don't know, it rattled me. You were in mean girl world. I was, but in, like, weird mean girl world, because, like, they all looked fucking ridiculous. Well, she's going to die from overdose, so don't worry about it. Oh, my God, don't say that. It okay, M.M. You be you. Let them be them. No, absolutely. Baby day. Absolutely. But then I was like, do I avoid these people? Like, Why should you? No, I meant, like, because I spent a Saturday night of mine with people that were awful. You know what I mean? That's okay. I, I think normal people call it church, but <gasps> you did not. You did not. <laughs> I spent a whole Sunday with people who don't matter, <laughs> who don't care, who are awful to each other and talk about people behind their backs and judgment. And you want to see what I'm wearing now? This is some clownery. We're almost matching. I wore my long pants. Yeah. I was having a talk with someone during a counseling session. The topic of disrupted sleep came up. Mm. And I want to address this again because I want people to be honest with themselves if they really want to fix their sleep problem. Mm -hmm. 
if you're not having caffeine or chocolate or tea, because it hides everywhere, even decaffeinated tea, not herbal, but decaffeinated tea has caffeine in it. Mm -hmm. If you actually are honest with yourselves up to five hours prior and you haven't had chocolate, you haven't had tea, you haven't had coffee or anything with caffeine in it five hours prior to sleep and you're still waking up in the middle of the night and then telling yourself you can't get back to sleep. If you've grabbed your phone to check it, you've engaged your brain. Mm -hmm. This seems to be the honest answer more often than not when I ask someone why can't they get to sleep, it's because they've grabbed their phone and they don't want to admit it that that's what's keeping them awake. And then the next day they feel tired. So I would like to do a fossil challenge. A fossil challenge. When you go to bed, turn off your phone. Mm-mm. People need it for their alarm. Put it across okay. the room. Put it across the room or... <laughs> Can you put it on do not disturb? Because I believe your alarms still sound when you have it on do not disturb, don't you? Yeah, but I mean, that, that wouldn't stop you from reaching for your phone. Fossil challenge. Do not engage with your phone, even if you wake up in the middle of the night, especially yeah. if you wake up in the middle of the night. If you're going to say to me, what if there's an emergency? You are not a doctor, a surgeon. I'm guessing this. You're not a doctor or surgeon if you're listening to this pod. <laughs> okay. More important things to be doing. Put your phone down. Put it away from you. Do not pick it up. Mm -hmm. It's important. Yeah, I agree with that. Last night, I was so tired that I fell asleep with the lights on. Wow. I fell asleep at like 11. Well, that was partially probably because of emotional stuff too. Emotional stuff and just like I was at work and then I had class and I think it was just a lot. Sleep is so important. That's me being mama bear. But like I fell asleep with – because I was – I did like, I took a shower and like did my skincare and stuff, but I didn't brush my teeth yet. And so I woke up and I just felt so gross. Like the light was on. I didn't brush my teeth, but you know, whatever. Also something I noticed, this is kind of bothering me. I'm so used to the amount of fluoride in our water back in like Boston and Connecticut that I swear to God, my teeth look worse here, even though I'm doing the exact same thing, if not more to take care of them. Um, like I've, I've been flossing like twice a day, which like I didn't do back then. Um, my teeth look yellower. Don't they have fluoride in their water? Not, not as much. Like, look at that. Cause my teeth are usually like white and like, they're not right now. Sad. Very sad. <laughs> There's one con for one con for LA. Mm -hmm. I guess like my takeaway from it was don't force yourself to be around people just to be around people because there are people I would have rather been hanging out with. And just because those people are like typical, cool Emerson people doesn't mean that like I should have been spending my time there. And I didn't know. Like I, you know, like I had but to that's get what I was. I was just going to argue that you have to try. You can't close yourself off to the same people all the time. That's not how we grow. Absolutely. But you had one person make an asshole comment that, you know, was completely unnecessary. No, but like most of the people there had that vibe to them. I'm telling you, there was only one person where I was like, oh, I'm glad I met them. But just like anything in life, you mean, if, if that was the one person you were supposed to meet, so be it. Yeah, but I don't think I'll ever speak to him again, most likely. You never know. You do never know, but I doubt it. 
Life's too short to worry about assholes. And LA's too big to... Avoid them. (laughs) No, LA's too big to cling to people who don't matter. There's always someone else. Everyone's replaceable. (laughs) Oh my god, another thing, guys. My friends are fucking awesome. They bought me randomly a cameo from Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms. She's not cheap. Okay, they split it. And I woke up and it was fucking Abby Lee Miller sending me a four minute video. That was priceless. That was everything. And then she reposted it on her Instagram. I got like 20 new random followers. Oh, very cool. So funny. That was awesome, though. That was everything. They rock. Your friends Your friends are ro- cool and crazy. They literally are. Shout out to my main bitches, Cam, Allie, and Grace. I do have other main bitches, but those those are the ones who, who did that for me, and that was very thoughtful of them. All right, guys. So don't let people piss you off. And don't hang out with weird people that you don't want to. Get sleep, drink lots of water. You've been mommed. You've been mommed. Fossil out. Peace.